0: Won, two, won, two, three, one. hour two of Preps KC's football Friday night driven by the McCarthy Auto Group I am your host Dion Cluso, joined as always by the coach Harold Wamsgons and this is our Missouri Hour and we still have some games to play some championships to be decided as classes 1 through 5 and 8 man uh play this weekend coach and uh we saw one game last week went to overtime and and Lee Sum North came up short but uh So a lot about where that program's come in the last five, six years, hasn't it, to be taking CBC to overtime in a Class 6 game.
1: in all of these games and all 10 teams in Classes 2 through 5 have earned the opportunity to be there. It's a great opportunity, and they've all earned it, and they've all gotten there in different ways.
0: Yep, and then Class 1, you've got Adrian and East Buchanan, two Preps KC coverage area teams. Class 2, you've got Lamar and Blair Oaks, two powerhouse programs. Uh, Class 3, you've got – uh, Reed Spring, kind of a new – new not new team, but uh, not been this deep before against a, a team like Cardinal Ritter that's used to playing deep into the season and in state championship games. You've got St. Mary's, the defending class three state champions. After they took out the defending class four state champions in Smithville last week, uh, they're playing St. Dominic, a team that hasn't been there much before. And then in class five, you got Fort Osage. Uh, they broke their every three-year run last year. They didn't make it, uh, but they're back now. They're They're starting another – a uh, little run here they're going against francis Howell, who was class six uh up until this year Um, but no it's uh those are the games this week and um it's going to be interesting down in columbia we're going to see teams with great defenses
1: and we're going to see the other teams with a lot of offense and offensive weapons and kicking game will be a factor we saw the kicking game be a factor last week
0: yes it was well, let's go ahead and give you a rundown here of our second hour i will finish out our first segment here, kind of recapping last week and talking about this week. Our next segment, we will be all Class 1 preview here as we have both East Buchanan coach Daniel Ritter and Adrian coach Matt Davis. And then we'll talk in our third segment with our own Cole Young and break that game down a little bit more and talk about the other uh, Class 2, 3, and 4 games from last week. And we'll also talk with Ford Sage coach Brock Bolt as he gets ready to take on uh, Francis Howell in the Class 5 state championship. And then we'll close it out like we always do with our own Andy Meyer and our picks with the pros. Let's go ahead and talk about those class one games. East Buchanan, really nice win last week over Duchenne. Shen, coach. Uh, Trevor Klein, six touchdowns in that game. Uh, the offense, which had uh, been doing enough to win because the defense was so good the last few weeks, the offense exploded this week for East Buchanan.
1: And the defense stepped up in the second half and, and got a shutout
0: in the second half. They gave up all 14 points in the first half. They played an Adrian team that beat Monroe City, who was ranked one or two most of the season, uh, depending on who was doing the rankings. And Really kind of kind of handled them. I mean, they gave up a little bit early, but then just really kind of took control of that game. It's kind of been the way they've been doing things down there in Adrian, playing really good football. Exactly the same thing East County
1: did. They gave up 16 points in the first half and no points in the second half.
0: Class three, um, kind of the, the, a game that got away from uh, Pleasant Hill a little bit, uh, and you were there. It looked, You said it looked a lot like when center played Pleasant Hill.
1: Cardinal Hill is, Cardinal
0: Ritter is extremely athletic and has great team speed. Yes, they do, and they they broke open big plays in that one. Then finally, Smithville looked like they had that game in hand, and then the second half, that most mainly in the fourth quarter, St. Mary showed the team, why they were the team they were last year and the team they are this year. Well,
1: Smithville had a great season. They quietly got themselves through the season, played a great game, and had them on the ropes early, just couldn't
0: finish the job. Yes, they did. And then in Class 5, Fort Osage goes on a long trip. We'll talk more about this with Coach Bolt. But what an outstanding performance. It was kind of close a little bit, maybe for a quarter, quarter and a half. They got a big punt return by Lorenzo Fenner. People still haven't figured that out yet. Don't kick him the ball. Um, And then defensively played really tough down the stretch. Offensively ran the ball with physical Greg Minnie, Reaver Peppers, all those great skill players they have. And their offensive and defensive lines, Coach, Ford Osage physical football.
1: I think they're extremely solid in all three phases of the game. I look for
0: them to have a great weekend. I think it's going to be a good one as well. And um, they really look like the Florida Age teams that have done this in the past. So uh, we're hoping that they can get it done. All right, and we come back, we will talk with East Buchanan Coach Daniel Ritter and Adrian Coach Matt Davis as we preview Class 1. Listen to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
3: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes, Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for RE-MAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is RE-MAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the RE-MAX app, each office independently owned and operated. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements.
4: I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me. I've got this.
2: Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this.
5: Just like there are right handers and left handers, night owls and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want, in store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
0: Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Closo, joined as always by the coach, Carol Wamsgons, that a program like this wouldn't be possible without a great partner like Price Chopper. For four decades now, Price Chopper's proudly been going the extra mile employing real butchers in all their stores, triple inspecting produce and offering the best rewards program in town because your local family owned grocer, they know what matters most to your family too. Again, this year, they were the sponsor of the price chopper student athlete of the week. And we honored several students throughout the season. We appreciate what they do in their stores and on the field and off the field. And congratulations to them all. All right, let's go back, go ahead and get back into the football and uh, bring in a coach uh, from the class One, state championship game we have both teams in the preps casey coverage area we start with east Buchanan coach uh, daniel ritter you're the defending champions really outstanding performance last week against the duchenne team um that had even though had had some losses had played some really tough competition uh do you really like the way your team responded in that game and the way you guys played
7: absolutely it was hard to get our young men to realize they could win that game when they look and see saint dominic was on their schedule and Duchenne beat them by double digits, and they're in the state championship of Class Three. So, like, and they saw the how they played against MICDS. Uh, they knew that this was a really good team coming in, but that our, you know, the way our defense plays, and if our offense plays the way we could, uh, we could win this game. And and uh, that's exactly what you saw.
1: Coach, take just a few minutes, and you don't come through the schedule that you've come through and beat thirteen and one without having a really good defense like you just spoke about, but talk about the front seven guys, the four down people and the linebackers that you play in your front seven group.
7: Yeah, we're really a, a three, four type team that uh, becomes a five, two, if you will, against more of these ground and pound teams, but it starts with those first three guys. Ethan Bailey has just been a centerpiece for us for a long time. I mean, last year he was first team unanimous all state and that was well-deserved. And this year he's gotten way better. i I've never seen an interior defensive lineman have almost 120 tackles, and that's what he has, and many of them for a loss. And uh, he's just dominant in there. But then we have a guy who's like just like him, just uh, a year younger, maybe not quite as strong, and that's Chase Mears. And he's he's been pretty dominant as well. Uh, he's even a little bigger. He's about 325, and uh, he's, he's a tank in there. But uh, then we have a little wiry lineman. His name's Wyatt Parker and and he's doing really good things. When we have big size, we gotta have some speed in there. And he does that (laughs) for us. He's he's by far our fastest lineman. So those are our three interior guys. And you got to talk about those linebackers, our our outside linebackers slash DNs in that three, four, five, two scheme. We have Carson White and Jack Archdeacon. And both of those kids are six foot three, six foot four. And both of those kids have a huge long wingspan, can touch. Eleven feet on a backboard, and and they uh, they string all our plays out. I don't know if they're getting a whole lot of sacks because that's not really how we play defense. We kind of play gap sound and and make them kind of go towards the sideline instead of. Uh, we don't need tackle for losses. We just need you know tackles for no gains, and that's kind of what we ask those guys to do. And both of those kids have been amazing for us. It's going to be a rough year next year trying to fill those two spots for us. And then you have two inside backers. We, we asked them to obviously be the quarterback of the defense, but for the most part, we asked them to be downhill and go hit some people and fill those holes and we'll clean it up on the back end. But, but you guys go, go hit a hole. We'll scrape and make a play behind it. So.
0: Well, your defense has kind of been leading the way for a few playoff games and, and been dominating offense. Got it going this last time. Uh, and, and, and we know uh, Klein had six touchdowns, but, uh, uh, that really was an explosion and and when when both sides are going well, um, that's what it looks like. what did you what did you see offensively that you guys just really executed so well on Saturday?
7: I saw our offensive line communicate. I saw them making blocks that they hadn't really made the past three or four weeks against good opponents before. I mean, we only had six or seven points you know in the first half of those last two games. so to be able to to come out and put twenty eight on them in that first half, that's a testament to those linemen. So when when Trevor says, "Hey, it's the lineman," he's he's not lying. That's, <laughs> they were doing their job, but Trevor Trevor is just the dominant force in there. I mean, he he obviously knows what holes to hit. He's he's fast as lightning. He can keep his balance like nobody else. So when it comes to when it comes to Trevor, if I'm an opposing coach, I know this week I'm going to shut him down. If anyone's going to beat us, it's not going to be him. So we got to have our other skill positions really step up. But that's the thing. They, they've been stepping up all year. But just in the blocking realm, these kids can can really go. I I would think three or four of our skill positions besides Trevor would be a lot of teams' number one player. They just don't get that opportunity in our team. But I, I bet you'll have to see them make some big plays for us on Saturday if, if we're going to win this game.
1: Coach, how many seniors do you have in your offensive line?
7: Seniors on our offensive line, just yes. one. Ethan Bailey is the only one. Uh, we have three juniors and a sophomore besides him. But Ethan's a tank, so he's going to be hard to replace.
0: <laughs> when you look at Adrian, uh, what do they do well offensively that's got them to the state championship game?
7: Well, they have two linemen on that left side, number 53 and 58. I had their names down, and and uh, you put me on the spot. I forgot them, but right. <laughs> you know, those, those those kids are absolutely dominant. And then it's not like the other three are, are – our Schmoes out there. I mean, those kids can go. Their their front five is is really good. Number sixty nine is like six foot five out there, and he's got length. But uh, but number fifty eight and fifty three, I don't know if fifty three is really a sophomore. If he is, he's the greatest lineman sophomore out <laughs> there. But uh, but those kids are dominant up front, and and they don't have negative place. I mean, you go through two games against two state championship teams, Marionville, or sorry, undefeated teams, not state championship teams, but Marionville and Monroe City, and they didn't have any negative plays. Everything was for yardage. Even even their small plays didn't go very far. I mean, they're still getting yards, and now they're able to do what they do uh, when they get two to three yards. I mean, that's okay for them. They're satisfied with that in that I-formation style, and we're going to have to be able to make plays for no gain or plays for loss if we're going to have a shot.
1: Coach, what's been the best part of your special teams in 2022?
7: I think our kickoff has done a really good job of, of getting down and making big plays. Kick kickoff return was our best last year. A lot of people kind of learned let's not kick to these two guys in the back. It sure looks like Adrian; they can kick it wherever they want. Their quarterbacks, their kicker, and, and he pinpoints places it wherever he wants. So I'm not really sure where they're going to kick this week. But uh, but KOR has been dominant in the past. Kickoff has done a really good job for us this year. I I take that back. Punt block they've they've blocked three or four punts this year. So I would say that's our most dominant.
0: Well I I I do know that the directional kicking was a big part of that Marionville win. I mean they they kicked off and got the ball right back and um, on a little pooch kick. So that's definitely a weapon for them. Well, Coach, uh, good luck. Um, gonna tell the same thing to Coach Davis. I think it's fantastic for football on the on the western side of the state here um, to show that what you guys have been doing um uh, we know what the KCI has been doing the last few years uh, we know what Adrian's been doing the last few years and it's fantastic to to see you guys uh, get out there it's going to be a great game and we appreciate you taking time with us
7: hey no problem I just want to throw this out there as so I kind of stocked their coach and, and he's a pitt state grad back in 4 when they were really good and three coaches on our staff are Missouri Western graduates. So it's going to be a little (laughs) Pitt State versus Mo West battle. Now, I know Pitt State has won that battle historically a lot, but in 2012 when we graduated, that was not the case. That game was (laughs) 63-14. to So I just wanted to throw that in there. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun game. Thanks a lot, Coach. We appreciate it. Thank you, sir.
0: Well, Coach Walms, Coach Ritter's been in this spot before, so the bus ride and all that stuff is uh, definitely something that he'll be used to. He has somewhat of an edge, the fact that they have over 60 players on their team. That's just amazing, Class 1, to me. No doubt. We are still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. With speeds faster than a gig, you can power a house full of connected devices all at once. And we'll go ahead and bring in the other side of that. And this is a fun time for us here at Preps KC. We have East Buchanan in the state championship, but we also have Adrian in the state championship. And all kind of – can't. I mean, depending on what you think the Metro is – You're in our coverage area, so as far as we're concerned, it's an all-Kansas City uh, Class 1 state championship coach. Coach Davis, great season this year. Um, I I know that you, you had some spots in the regular season. I know that Tipton game was kind of a frustrating loss for you, but you got healthy and you bounced back, and you guys are playing fantastic football right now, the last few weeks especially.
8: Well, thanks guys. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a fun year, um, group of kids who have just completely bought in, you know, there's no other way to say it. than um, we, we, we're just rolling right now. Got a, um, kids have, kids have responded to some adversity, um, throughout the year and and here the last several weeks. Um, so fun time to be a Blackhawk
9: for sure.
1: Coach after 14 weeks, when you look at your defense, what do you like most about your defense going into this state championship?
8: Um, I mean, obviously our D line has been phenomenal all year long. Um, they've, they've played, played their, played their hearts out, um, controlled the line of scrimmage for the most part. Um, but, but the, the defense in general is so, um, coach Thomas has done such a good job of, um, do your job. You know, you don't have to do anything special. You don't have to go make extraordinary plays. Um, if we just have 11 guys doing their job, every single play, good things are going to happen for us. And, and we've been the the recipients of the boys doing that for the last several weeks, for sure.
0: Well, and you played teams that put up huge point totals that have come and couldn't move the ball against you. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I get updates through digital scout because we follow that, and of course, Coles, you know, letting me know what it looks like on the ground. Yeah. Um, and with the home, would you guys had a really nice home playoff run as well? Uh, Butler's not even. Butler's almost a home game. It's so close. <laughs>
8: worked, worked out pretty well for the Blackhawks. Yes. Yes, uh, but
0: the, the, he said that that's been the difference is the line of scrimmage. And and that your your size is a big bonus for you in class one football. How do you feel like you match up with East Buchanan? We talked about their depth. I mean, they've got a lot of kids. Um, How do you feel like your size matches up with them?
8: Absolutely, you know, uh, like you said earlier, Coach Ritter, he he does an outstanding job. Um, well, oiled machine up there. Um, thing thing that sticks out about them on on offensively, uh, they've got so many weapons, um, so many different things that can beat you. Um, you know, if you try to focus in on one thing and try to try to just take away one thing, um, they're going to make you look silly with with three or four others. Um, so we're we're definitely going to have to play disciplined football. Um, yeah depth depth is big for them Um, you know we're we're right around 38 40 kids um, play quite a few boys Um, we rotate in several um, which is which is big for us especially late in games Um, but yeah they they're rolling Um, obviously coming off the repeat from last year Um, so we'll, we'll have to be in tune in tune this week Coach, talk
1: to us for just a few minutes about your senior class. That group has been able to, during their sophomore, junior, and senior years, they've won 30 football games. That has to be a pretty special group. Talk a little bit about that group.
8: Um, Probably the most unselfish group I've ever been around, Um, you know, uh, this, this year, I've, I've been just absolutely blown away with their team mentality. Um, they don't really care who gets the credit. The only thing they care about is they just want to win. And, and that's why we're in the position we're in, um, because that mindset and that attitude has trickled down through through all the classes below. Um, you know, the senior group, they've, this, they've played in two state semifinals now. Um, they've played in three district championships when they're in high school, One, two of them. Um, a lot of them played. Several of them played as sophomores last time we were in the semis. Um, so extremely impressive resume that they've put together while here. Um, so so just so big for them. I'm so proud of them, and so glad for them that they're they're getting a chance to play in the state championship football game.
0: I know East Buchanan travels well. That's that that's a good thing. Um, you guys were going to travel well no matter what. They're honoring the 20 years ago state champion team um i joked with my wife that once you guys take off on saturday or whenever you're going down that i'm just going to roll into adrian and just start picking through houses because i don't think there's going to be anybody (laughs) left in
8: town (laughs) adrian's Adrian's a special place, anyway. Um, I, I think even if the twenty-year deal wasn't happening, um, our fans would show up. Um, Adrian loves their football team. Adrian supports the school. Um, it's it's the main thing of the of the town, and they take so much pride in it. Um, but what a special thing for our kids and for our for our community that not only are, are do we have a team being represented on the field by these boys, um, but it's the same year that they're honoring our our state champion team from twenty years ago. Absolutely. When you
0: look at this team, um, how important you know when you were banged up there at the end of the year, how much of a benefit was it for some of those guys to get in there and get reps and get minutes so that it added to your depth as you went through the postseason?
8: Absolutely. Um, you know, and anytime you can get, get those second string guys' reps, it's huge, and especially if you get them reps in meaningful moments. Um, so uh, I, I was talking earlier that uh, a loss isn't always a bad thing because you find out a lot about your team, and, and a loss is only bad if you don't learn from it. Um, well, we learned a lot about our kids and both of our losses, things we need to work on. Um, we learned it at Lincoln, and then we we also figured out some kids that we need to be using more that we need to uh, make a priority to not only get the ball but get on the field um, when we played it when we played at Tipton. So, absolutely. Well, Coach, uh, good luck.
0: Um, we told coach Ritter the same thing. Yeah, uh, I, think it's gonna be, I think
8: it's going to be a fantastic
0: game. And I hope that, uh, no matter what happens, that, uh, the, the, the powers that are in class one stay right where they're at. And we, we maybe have these conversations again next year. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but, uh, good luck. I sure and, hope so too. Uh, if, if, if you, if you win plan on next Wednesday, about the same time, we will talk to you again.
8: Sounds good guys. Thank you very much.
0: All right. That's Adrian coach, Matt Davis. He is in the state championship game against East Buchanan. We come back. We will talk with another Adrian guy, Cole Young, and also Fortosage Coach Brock Bolles. The Preps KCS Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group.
2: Like baseball, real estate is a numbers game,
3: and you need an agent that understands the numbers. Numbers like Toussaint Youngs, the 1985 championship MVP, and throwing a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. REMAX agents have all the experience and the knowledge to take you from for sale to sold. They understand the numbers and can help you through the process. Relax, they've done it a million times. It's why no one in the world sells more real estate. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently
10: owned and operated. Your computer system on the job, how's that working for you? Your home entertainment system, still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at beunion.com. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com. Mike's got this, all you need to know 816-888-7500 Mike's got this
2: The perfect vehicle may be hard to find but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit
0: may be required. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach. Harold Wamsgons, and a program like this wouldn't be possible at a great partner like BUnion.com. They're the sponsor of the BUnion.com Game of the Week, and of course, the bunion.com all-star game in the summer presented by the Greater Kansas City Football Coaches Association. They hand out uh with the winners. They get each school gets $250 and they actually do more than that. There's a lot more that they do that <laughs> that doesn't get uh noticed. They're out there helping schools all over the place, and, and the trade unions are a great place if you are looking for a career. All right, let's go ahead and get back into football and bring in our own Cole Young and uh Cole's duties as Adrian PA guy are extended. Not, you're not doing PA for the state championship, but you're going to go down to the state championship. One more week of Adrian football all the way to the end of the season for the first time in, is it 20 years? some years. 2000,
11: state championship. 2002, they beat uh, Haytie in the state championship. They had a guy by the name of William Moore playing D-back for them. Who
0: oh, Made Lord. a few bucks, I think. Thud. Mizzou yeah. and then play for the Falcons. So yeah. that's a good team to beat. That, that's a, uh, I mean, Hayti's a, a loaded with athletes. Uh, you know, and, and there was going to be a few Adrian people already down there in Columbia for this game anyway because they're honoring that 2002 team. They do it 20 years. Champions always yeah. get to come back, and um, you guys get this win. And you know, Adrian has been dominant. Really, they, I mean, they, they, they had. A, what was the last
11: close game they play? So they've they've had really – I mean, if you want to look at their schedule, they've basically had – they've had two losses. One was to Tipton when they were missing their, you know, quarterback, receiver. They missed about – they had about four guys sitting out. And then on the first play of the game, their running back hurts his shoulder on the opening kickoff return. So he was out. So basically Adrian didn't have an off – I mean, they ran what they call the heavy package basically where they brought in about 10 linemen (laughs) <laughs> and a running back, and well, they put a tight end back there to take the snap, and they end up losing by three. So basically, because also their punter was out, so it took a game. <laughs> the only I mean the last game before that was Lincoln, who they lost, and Lincoln threw. It was one of those nights where a team just can't can't miss on a pass. They I think threw for like four hundred and fifty yards that night. Lincoln did, and needed to score in the last minute to beat Adrian. So yeah, Adrian's they've been really rolling since districts. Um, couple shutout wins, had a, and then every every other game's been a double digit win. I wouldn't say they've all felt like double digit wins, um, but the defense is really, really coming into its own right now.
1: When they're healthy, what do you like most about the Adrian offense?
11: Ah, uh, the running game. Um, uh, they've they've really got a dynamic attack right now. Hunter Bailey, uh, their running back. I think he's. I have to go back and look exactly at his numbers, but he's over fifteen hundred yards on the ground. Uh, I think he had one carry before he got hurt on Saturday and it was a 65 yard touchdown run. Um, But also what they can do is now they've, they've kind of developed kind of the, the double head, the double approach with their quarterback Colton Miller when Bailey went out last week has ran, I think he ran for 160 yards, including two long touchdown runs. So they've got some balance. Um, They're really winning up front a lot against some teams that, you know, Monroe city's, was no slouch as far as you think about their defense. They had the class one player of the year from a year ago as a linebacker still. And, you know, I think the offense has developed this mentality that they're going to win up front. And then, you know, we've talked about this before coach. Now is the time of year that you want to win with a running game.
0: Well, and we talked to coach Ritter and coach Davis before we talked to you and coach Ritter said that the two fifty-three and 58, he said he couldn't remember their name. He goes, those guys are really impressive. He goes, and not like the other three guys on the offensive line are schmoes. He so he right. he knows, but on the flip side, you look at a, a East Buck team that's defense has been dominating, and then last week the offense popped off against a, a Duchenne team that had a lot of talent. Um, this is going to be, and, and East Buck can throw the ball a little bit. And, you know they've got some good good skill guys. This is going to be a fun game, I think. I, I'm looking forward to this one on Saturday.
11: Yeah, this game could go a lot of different ways. I feel like, um, you know, I think. I think what Adrian wants to get into is what they got into last week, where it's two teams that just want to run the ball back and forth and then see, you know, if you can stop them. You know, Monroe City tried throwing the ball last week on Adrian. I think they completed one pass. Now that's maybe more on Monroe City, but they had an all-conference receiver that we were that that Adrian was able to slow down. Um, I think it's really going to come down to if 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 East Buck and Trevor Klein can kind of get that offense moving. And kind of get Adrian back on his heels, kind of pass and run, um, versus if, if you know, Adrian's defense can try to make East Buck a little more one dimensional. Well,
0: let's go ahead and talk about the games that didn't go Kansas City's way. And we'll start in class three. And um, they were just big play after big play by Cardinal Ritter. And I think that Pleasant Hill couldn't match. And it was similar in the sense of I, I thought that Pleasant Hill would wear them down in the second half, and they didn't. I think they just gave up too many big plays. On the flip side, I thought that that Smithville in Class Four had done such a good job jumping out on St. Mary's, but it was St. Mary's size that wore down Smithville mm-hmm. as they pulled away in the second half. So those two private, I thought we were going to have a, a big time private Catholic you know sweep uh, here with you know East Buck and you know Pleasant Hill and Smithville, but it just didn't end up that way. But uh, g- great seasons by both those teams just came up short.
11: Yeah, I mean there is Nathan there is nothing to be ashamed of making it to the state semifinals. I feel like, you know, in a lot of these, what we sometimes see in these as well, and this wouldn't shock me, the semifinals sometimes is closer than the state championship, (laughs) right? And it's just a matter of which time you get the draw. I mean, there's, there's a couple of those. I think you're going to see that starting Thursday in the eight man game, you're definitely going to see that. I think the state championship maybe was two weeks ago for that one. Um, but yeah, you look at what, you know, what, uh, what well, like Cardinal Ritter and Pleasant Hill? I don't know that Cardinal Ritter's going to be slowed down, and I don't know that Reed Springs can get in front of them.
0: Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if Reed Springs can score thirty-four points on him like Pleasant Hill did.
11: Right. Exactly. And then you know St. Dominic against St. Mary's. We'll we'll see what happens. Right. It's
0: yeah. I mean, Duchenne beat St. Dominic in the regular season.
11: <laughs> right. So we may see some a little bit of lopsided games in a few of them. Now, before before we go too far, though, I think the Class Two game this week could be a oh. classic. I mean, yeah, Lamar I think- is playing their defense. It's two trains going at full speed are going to hit <laughs> each other with Lamar's defense. Isn't letting anybody do anything. And I think Blair Oaks had like 700 yards of offense against Bowling Green last week. I mean, yeah, their quarterback is maybe the best player, small class. He's the best player. Yeah. It's just a matter of how far up is he the best player. I think.
1: I had an opportunity to see Pleasant Hill and Cardinal Ritter. i on- Tell you that Cardinal Ritter's skill people could play with anybody. They are they are extremely fast and their team spent. The, the only issue they have is the punts snap. They snapped, I think, three over the punter's head in the game. That's their only weakness. Is, I think they're probably looking for a snapper this week. <laughs> well, and, that, that game Cardinal Ritter's offensive line is huge and they they come off the football.
0: Well, and that, that game looked a lot like the center game, didn't it, Coach? Yes, sir. And exactly. It, I mean, it was very similar to the center game. Uh, the one yeah. that kind of got me was Smithville and, and St. Mary's. I thought Smithville had them. I, I did. Uh, just kind of, it, it was interesting to see somebody come in and outscore them the way they did in the fourth quarter and just kind of lean on them and, and that. But uh, I think it says a lot about Smithville to be in three straight semifinals, uh, you know, as a as a team of, you know, replacing as many people as they did last year. But you're right. I think Class Two is going to be worth watching. I'm going to watch <laughs> that one. Um, but no, it's uh, it's it's going to be a fun weekend. Then you got Fordo Osage and Francis Hal. And there's a there's a, a Francis Howell alum I have a a beverage bet with. He could he could be the uh, Blue Spring South head coach. <laughs> 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 Ford uh, but no, he uh, he's he's you know let's that's one of the fun things last weekend. Cole was some of the coaches who were watching games, and you know I had some text threads going the guys who were involved and and mm-hmm. you know saturday night well we got you here we can talk about lisa north and cbc and two uber talented teams that played a very exciting game but was also very sloppy they combined for 31 penalties and 330 yards of total uh penalty yardage and i you can't blame one team uh one had 16 one had 15 one had 200 or 180 yards of penalties and another one had 160 170 i mean it was Unbelievable um, in that sense. But for those who said that that nobody could run with CBC, I think Liberty North or Lee Summit North proved they got the athletes to go with CBC.
11: Yeah, no, this was, I mean, Lee Summit North has, I think they've maybe been one of the most improved teams over the year. Oh, yeah. What happened week, week one against Liberty North versus, you know, being a field goal away from, from winning the state championship.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think they've made made big steps. Well, go down to Columbia, have fun, um, enjoy your time, and uh, we will chat with you again next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, Coach uh, Walms, I tell you, that's pretty cool for Cole is the guy who did the um, PA for them and and, uh, the whole town of Adrian. And I think it's going to be a great game between them and East Buchanan. I think it's a great matchup, and I think he's going to enjoy the day. Yes, no doubt about that. All right, let's move on to the other state championship game this week and bring in Fort Osage coach Brock Bolton. Coach, really outstanding performance last week at Cape Central. I know early it was a little back and forth, and then you guys really kind of exploded on them there. And um, they made a mistake that uh, local teams try not to make, and they kicked it to Lorenzo. And,
9: I, you know, it's one you thing to kick that, it. That's, that's three in a row, though, three I weeks. Know. So
0: I, you, that's one thing to kick it to him. It's one thing to be trying to kick it to the edge and he gets it and makes a play and comes running back with it. I don't know if kicking it to him at the 45 yard line in the middle of the field, kind of line drive-ish
9: is the way way to get that done. I don't mind. I'm not complaining
0: at all. But you know, after, after what, not necessarily a slow start, but you you guys were going back and forth a little bit. I, you guys just put the pedal down and I thought really imposed your will in that game. Um, I know it's tough to go and play in a place like that. Uh, What's that say about your kids to go through, you know, Thanksgiving? I was
9: was really proud of the way they handled it all. Um, From practicing, we had everyone here every day. Um, We didn't have any issues there. They handled the trip. We went with the mindset it was going to be a business trip right up until one o'clock on Saturday. And then that's when we were going to have our fun. And that's exactly what they did. No issues. They were focused. Um, they knew the, why we were going there. And I think after last year, having most of those kids back from last year's team that got to that point and then didn't get it done, they really were focused and wanted to get it done this year.
1: Coach, did your offensive line group just play outstanding last week?
9: They did. They've been playing really good. But yeah, they just pretty much took over and really all three phases kind of just at one point in the game said, All right, enough's enough and took off. and. And then they just kind of kept building off of each other each phase. And every time a new f- group stepped out there, they kind of stepped it up a little more.
0: Well, you know, in past weeks they they took Peppers away a little bit and you saw Finner have a great week. You know, Benny and Finner have a great week. Then mm-hmm. Peppers steps back up. Are you liking that out of your offense right now that if somebody says we're going to take that can. guy out
9: – we're going to get you with this guy. <laughs> that is a good thing we have going this year. You can't just say, "All right, we're going to load the box and take away the run," like teams have done that in years past against us, because Minnie's doing such a good job right now of getting the ball out, getting it to all the receivers, and using all of our weapons. And then when you do get worried about Benner outside, then our O line gets it going and doesn't take much of a seam for Peppers.
1: Coach, when you look at Francis, how how would you uh, describe their run defense?
9: That's a good question. I haven't had time to look at their defense yet. I'm letting uh, Coach Atagi do that, my offensive (laughs) coordinator. I'm trying to stop them from scoring their average of 48 points a game.
0: Um, What do they look like? I mean, I've talked to some people and um, they just came down from class six um, and somebody said they look a lot like class six. I've had people in St. Louis say they might, if they were in class six, they might have been the second or third best team in class six in St. Louis.
9: Um, you can tell they're a Class 6 team, but like I told our kids, that's why I schedule what I do in the summer to go against Class 6 teams. That's why we try to schedule Class 6 opponents so we're ready when we get here. Um, we've we been talking a lot. They kind of remind us a lot of Holt, and they also lost to Holt in a close game last year and pretty much have the same team back kind of like we do. So I think it's going to be a pretty evenly matched game. Uh, they got speed everywhere, um, but they really they're a lot like us. They want to run the ball a lot. And then when they feel like they have it, then they're going to have a little fun passing the ball. But when it comes down to it, they want to run it. Physically,
0: how do they look on film? Are they, are they a real physical team?
9: Um, They are. They are going to run right at you. Um, They're an inside zone team, but it's not a position step. They're trying to drive people off the ball, and they were really impressive O-line last week, driving Carthage off the ball at times. So we're going to have our hands full, but hopefully our kids are up for the challenge.
1: Coach, what do you like about your receiver group and how do you feel your receiver group matches up against their secondary?
9: Well, I like our receiver group. I think all three of those seniors have been playing for multiple years. Um, I've talked to Coach Atagi. He said their DBs are good, but I'm willing to put those three up against pretty much anyone. Um, I know the other two get overlooked when we have Fenner out there and he gets all the attention and it's well-deserved. Those other two are very capable if you forget about them. And they've both had big catches at times to keep drives going or touchdowns when the other team's taking Fenner away. And then, of course, it doesn't hurt when we add peppers out there with those.
0: Well, one thing I think is a key to your offense and what I love is when main, when it breaks down a little bit, Greg can get out there, and he's he's like having a fullback who can throw the ball. I mean, he yeah. does, he's such a thick kid. I mean, he-
9: and he, lays and he doesn't look to avoid him. contact. He no. runs like a fullback, too. He's uh, he's looking to hit someone anytime he takes off. It's almost like he, re- he gets angry that he has to run the ball and he's going to take it out on someone.
0: He reminds me of Connor Harris at Blue Spring South, the year they won that state championship, and that's how he was. He was physical. When he came out of the pocket, he was looking to find somebody, and the one of the funniest lines ever is in the, in the jamboree, he's coming down the sideline. I'm standing there with their AD at the time, Mark Bublo, and he lays out some poor Truman you know 140 pound db in the jamboree and bubola looks at me and goes yeah no just step out of bounds or run over the poor kid so that's it it's a it's a mentality you can't take out of greg minnie i mean it's
9: no you can't i talked about hey uh we really don't need this much contact on our quarterback but it's in him and i can't get it out of him and i don't want to at this point
0: coach uh what is the level of experience for your coaching staff having been there uh, I've done this, you know, back in 2018 and, um, and before that with Coach Sharks. What does that say about this group that you guys are, are continually putting yourself in this position?
9: Um, well, it says a whole lot about our community. Um, the kids buy in from an early age. They grow up wanting to be Fort Osage Indians. Um, they come out on our sideline. We bring them out, of course, for our and and we try to make it a whole community. So it's not just this team. It's going to state. It's the whole community going. Um but yeah, it's just something I don't. We've just been lucky to have kids. I'm not. Maybe it was Coach Shart's coaching, but it's not mine. It's all my kids. I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> well, I think you've done a little. I think I think you do okay. Don't don't, right. <laughs> don't take yourself down. Well, hey, Coach, this is our favorite time of the year. We get to root. Uh, unfortunately, in Class One, we can't root because they're both Kansas City teams. But we'll definitely be rooting for you uh, here, uh, and hopefully, go and get another state championship.
9: Well, we're gonna give it our best, and so we'll see what happens. It should be a good game, though. All
0: right, that is Florida Sage coach Brock Bolt. He's playing the Class 5 state championship game Friday night. When we come back, we're going to talk with our own Andy Meyer and do our picks with the pros. You're listening to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. Well, it's lonesome in this old town. Everybody puts me down. I'm a face without a name. Just walking
2: it may be required.
5: Just like there are right-handers and left-handers, night owls and early birds, there are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
10: Hey, it's Derek Johnson, and I'm pumped up both for football season and school season. Sheet Metal Workers local number two want to make this your best school year ever. So they're awarding a $15,000 facilities enrichment grant. Parents, teachers, and students can submit nominations at helpmymocanschool.com with a winner selected October 21st. Make this the best school season ever and get your nominations to helpmymocanschool.com. Proudly powered by Sheet Metal Workers local number two.
4: The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. I'm attorney Mike DiBasquale. After a car wreck, the last thing you want to do is trust the insurance company. These insurance companies try to rip off good people every single day. My law firm won't let you get ripped off. We'll fight to get you all the money you deserve, and you don't pay us a dime unless we win your case. If you've been hurt, call me.
6: I've got this.
2: Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this.
6: Hey, Chiefs Kingdom.
0: Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Wamsgons, and we are still here in the Preps KC studio, powered by Xfinity Internet. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi for an ultra-fast and incredibly powerful connection. And here we are in our next to last week of the season, and uh, we bring in our own Andy Meyer. And Andy, we had uh, uh, you know Class 5 and 6 uh, sixth state championship game last last week with Lee Lisa North coming up short uh, to CBC and then Fort Osage going to Cape and and really having a great performance. We just got done talking with Coach Bolt and he said they really went out there and lunch paled it, which is a really a Fort Osage type thing. And they and they did. They they played great defense. They played great special teams. Were physical. Uh, and then Lee Lisa North, you know, people didn't think teams could run with CBC and Lee Lisa North did. They they were you know running pass had big plays were, you know, keeping them from having big plays and it just came down to the end A missed field goal, the regulation uh, would have won it, but then they lost in overtime. But uh, that says a lot about where at least I'm in North is as a program right now.
12: A hundred percent agree. And uh, just in, in watching that game unfold and looking back at the highlights, certainly there were some, you know, a couple of broken uh, coverages and uh, that allowed them to, um, you know, hit some big plays and get going. But uh, Elijah Leonard's performance at basically out of nowhere for someone that had been not out of nowhere, but like him, him, that, that makes you definitely feel really great about their prospects next season and moving forward. Now that he really showed you what he is absolutely capable of, um, I, I was going back and looking. I think he didn't have any any more than 139 passing yards in any single game. That was against Lee Summit. I don't think he had more than one passing touchdown. You know, he split in time with Maxwell Ford the entire time, most of the season. Uh, and there was even a couple games where he didn't – he wasn't taking snaps at all, I don't think, or at least, you know, recording any passing. So to, for him to go for 400 yards, four touchdowns, uh, and really keep them in that game and put them in a position to win at the end it is really one of the most – uh remarkable performances it is certainly in a state championship game against that caliber of opponent like um it, and i'm sure cbc didn't see that coming either right <laughs> because you know this is a team that puts a, you know they want to run the ball on the ground and be physical and all that and for, for them to to him to show that um what his ceiling is and his potential is that good uh they have to be feeling you know the lick their wounds and I'm sure they'll get right back in and, and get after it and be ready for, um, to, to put together, you know, get the lay the groundwork for next season. But uh, with all the talent they have coming back um, it, it's going to be uh yeah, that much better uh, next year based on that type of performance. But, you know, heart goes out to them a little bit to, to lose in that fashion is really tough, but you know, you just gotta, again, tip your hat to to CBC and uh, how great of a player that will, how great the team is but especially Jeremiah love 200 yards on the ground another 100 receiving yards i mean back to back performances against those two defenses in liberty north and uh lee summit north nobody's done all that all year long and um what a what a time for him to do it so uh but but an instant classic game uh you know phil phil you know tough for the for the broncos to to be able to do that but it just Speaks volumes about uh, the work that Coach Mosey and every single other uh, you know player that has contributed to that in building this program into one of the the top programs in the state is is uh, really phenomenal to see.
0: Yeah, and you talk about Elijah Leonard. Uh, we want, we need to get used to Elijah Leonard to Isaiah Mosey next year because Mosey is uh, uh, he uh, in a, in an elite game. He was an elite player in that state championship game, um, making plays, getting you know, two, three steps on guys. Uh, he is definitely a player that will be talked about in the next couple of years as just a sophomore making the Simone ballot this year. That's That was my other takeaway from that game was I, Isaiah Mosey is – not that I did, didn't think he was a good player, but when you're out there with the with the CBCs and Liberty Norse and you're the one making big-time plays. there, And Maxwell Ford stepped in and they ran two quarterbacks at one time and he, Ford hit Mosey in, uh, on the thing. Uh, one time the, the announcers had a hard time because they were wearing the maroon numbers on the black shirts, which nobody could read. Uh, but It was, it was a, it was a fun game to watch. And like you said, feel for, feel for the, uh, the Broncos coming up short. Yeah. And
12: I think that that has to be a season high as well. Can, can go back and look, but 11 receptions, you know, you, you were yeah. used to him getting, uh, you know, mid single digits. He'd have between what, four, five, six catches and, and turn in a couple of big plays, maybe hit a touchdown, but uh, it, it was a little bit, you know, uh when you saw Tyreek Hill early in his career where he was just this like big deep play threat and that was it, right? You're just going to, his, his evolution came in terms of, he turned into a possession receiver. He's got the, you know, the full route tree um, at his disposal and able to turn you know, short catches uh, just by volume into those great big plays and big numbers. Uh, So the, yeah, there's definitely a a pattern. I think that you can, um, and, and a reliable, You know, weapon to be able to go to even when you're not going over the top every single time. You 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 know you can can count on that uh, as a big part of their offense for the next couple of years for sure.
0: Yeah, they're going to be fun to watch. And well, Annie, next week we'll be doing our our wrap up show as we've done in the past. And you have to you have a week to prepare for your you know best favorite (laughs) all that stuff that we do. Uh, Looking forward to chatting with you again next week. And have fun.
12: Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: All right. That's our own Andy Meyer does great work for us all season long. Well, coach, it is time for our picks with the pros. We have five games this week that are left. The one through class one through five state championship games. And uh, I didn't do well last week. I I homered it and didn't do well on a lot of those games. Uh, But no, uh, it's good to see the fact that we have at least two games going. And with East Buchanan and Adrian, we'll just start right there uh, with our first pick with the pros. Coach, what do you think about this game? I, I'm, I'm so thrilled for both these teams to be able to be in this game. I think
1: it's going to be an exciting game. I think it's going to be a toss-up game. I'm going to go with East Buchanan. You know how I feel about defending state champions. Plus, they have Trevor Klein, and he's, he's a
0: weapon. I'm going to go with East Buchanan. I'm going to go with East Buchanan, too. Um, I love what Adrian's doing. I, I know that East Buchanan has some guys that are graduating, but they bring some guys back next year. We know that Adrian brings back a lot of good players. Depending on where they fall in the bracket, this could be a semifinal game next year. Um, depending on the districts, who knows, it could be a rematch again next year. I think we've got the two best right now class one programs in the state right here in our coverage area. Um, so hats off to both of them. All right, next up. We talked about this with Cole earlier. Lamar and Blair Oaks. This one, they charge you 15 bucks for all the state championship games on Misha. This one right here might be worth the whole thing all by itself, coach. What do you think? Exactly. And you know
1: what? Both these teams have state championships in their pedigree and their history, and this is going
0: to be a good one. I'm I'm going to go with Blair Oaks. I've kind of been every other week with Lamar. (laughs) I'm going to go with Blair Oaks as well. Uh, I like Dylan Hare. Uh, The last of the Hares to go through Blair Oaks, and I think they're going to get the win. All right, next up, Coach Cardinal Ritter got a big one over Pleasant Hill going up against Reed Spring. They haven't really been in the state championship that much, and uh, this is a chance for Cardinal Ritter to get their first state championship in a while. Cardinal Ritter has a
1: huge offensive line that comes off the football, and they have a great running
0: game and great receiving passing game. I'm going to go with Cardinal Ritter. I like Cardinal Ritter too. Um, Next up, Class 4, St. Mary's versus St. Dominic. Coach, uh, I think this is going to go the same way that the regular season game (laughs) went, I think, St. Mary's. If you didn't believe in them before, I think you believe in them after what they did to Smithville.
1: The comeback that they made against Smithville, I thought Smithville was going to wrap that game up early, and St. Mary's just didn't allow it to happen. I'm gonna go with St. Mary's also.
0: All right, last one class five game Friday night in Columbia, Ford Osage against Francis Howe. Um, like I said, there is a coach in the metro who is a Francis Howe alum and uh, he is definitely pulling for his he, – he'd love to see Fort Osage win. It's just that uh, he, he wants his his uh, Francis Howell uh, to win. I like Fort Osage, Coach. I think they get the second state championship in school history. If they don't turn the ball over, I think they will control things and, and get it done. I love the Indians in this game. Oh, they have a great
1: offense, and their strength of schedule has got to be a benefit to them. I'm going to go with Fort Osage,
0: although it, it, it's, this is going to come down to the wire. I think so, too. And you brought up a good point. I think the strength of schedule playing in, in Kansas City this year with Class 5 and Class 6 being so strong. Remember when we thought Class 5 was a very good coach because Fort Osage and Grain Valley got off to a slow start? I think that they were okay. I just think there's a lot of good teams here. I think that
1: they could have been a great matchup for a state championship. Those two playing each other would be a good one.
0: Yes, no doubt. All right, that is our show for this week. We have one more to go. Um, next week we will close it out with our season-ending thoughts and talk to any uh, coaches that win a state championship this week where we know we'll have at least one out of the Class 1 game and hopefully two with Ford Sage. And then we also get uh, wrap-ups from all of our great contributors, uh, Annie Meyer, Cole Young, and uh, Ryan Wallace, and we'll get all those guys in there. We'll also check back in with Mike DiPasquale, get his thoughts on the season as it's over. And we also have – Excuse me. Also have sound from all of the winners of the awards Of the Simone Awards Of course the Simone Awards will be handed out Tuesday at the Winners High School You're listening to Preps KC's Football Friday Night Driven by the McCarthy Auto Group You've been listening to Preps
6: KC's Football Friday Night Driven by the McCarthy Auto Group Preps KC's Football Friday Night is brought to you by Remax, Comcast Xfinity, Price Chopper BeUnion.com the Sports Medicine and Performance Center at the University of Kansas Health System, Dick Sporting Goods, and the Deepest Quali Moore law firm.
3: When you're looking for a real estate agent, you want someone who has all the knowledge, has the right tools, dots all the eyes. Someone good enough to throw a no-hitter. Hi, it's Brett Saberhagen for REMAX. You need an agent who has all the answers, understands the numbers, and sees all the possibilities. When you're looking for an agent who knows all their stuff, from for sale to sold, my pick is REMAX. And relax, they've done it a million times. Start your search today with the REMAX app, each office independently owned and operated.
10: Mike's got this. All you need to know. 816 Mike's got this.
4: The
2: perfect vehicle may be hard to find, but shipments are arriving daily at McCarthy. Let us help you reserve the one you want. That's right. Pick up your next new vehicle before it arrives. Choose from Chevy, Honda, Toyota, Nissan, Hyundai, Subaru, Buick, or GMC at one of McCarthy's 11 convenient locations across Kansas and Missouri. McCarthy can help you order your new vehicle today. Visit at shopmccarthy.com today to find the location nearest you. See dealer for details. Deposit may be required.
10: Your computer system on the job? How's that working for you? Your home entertainment system? Still enjoying it? You can thank an electrician. My name is Milton Johnson, and I am proud to be a union master electrician with Local 124. You can learn a real skill and earn a great living in the building and construction trades. Be the best. Be one of us. Find out how at b e y o u n i o n. B-E-Y-O-U-N-I-O-N.com.
5: Just like there are right-handers and left-handers, night owls and early birds. There are those who prefer to shop in-store and those who don't. No matter how you like to shop, Price Chopper is here to help. We make it easy to get groceries any way you want. In-store, at your door, or for pickup. Order online today at mypricechopper.com for pickup or delivery. For freshness, selection, and low prices, Kansas City knows. Price Chopper.
6: Points.